What are you drinking? Capri Sun. Maybe I'll join you. Maybe you should. Maybe I will. Oh, how's it going, all right? This is the What's Occurring podcast with Cal and Chuck. So if you like jams on the ash, making an omelette or a cheeky finger, then crack on. If not, back off. Tidy. Here we are, mate. <laughs> Episode five. Oh. Oh, yes. Uh, I think we should start uh, kind of passing over from last week. So I came up with quite a controversial opinion that I was nervous about the Christmas special. They watched the Christmas special. Yeah. Week, so yeah. It must be the first time it's watched. And all the journalists love it. Uh, there was one tweet that said a girl, she was very nervous about it, obviously a lot on the line, said it was amazing. There yeah, we go. I, I think we kind of always knew that it was going to be amazing, really. And But whether they are being completely honest, we don't know yet. Because <laughs> What are they going to bullshit about? Well, no, but they, they're not going to say, oh guys, it's shit, are they? Let's be honest. But they're predominantly, not. they would. They'd they're be not. Honest. They they're would not. be honest. Yeah, they'd stir the No, because pot. they then would fuck it for the whole production team. And yeah, but, but they're journalists, though. The journalists just write reviews. They don't care. They're, they're not allowed to talk about specifics. For, so they're why not allowed they... to talk about specifics, but they're allowed to say that they've seen it. And they all said it was amazing. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like skepticism. No, it rolls reverse. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, obviously, I think it's going to be incredible, but I do genuinely think that they'd say it's incredible, even if it was shit. No, 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 not at all. No, no, no. Because if you think about it, like when you listen to an album or a big movie comes out or whatever, they always uh, put online the honest review. That that that's their yeah, job. But they can't they're talk German. about the episode yet. Yeah, but they can't talk about the episode. But they've all said how amazing it was. Right, we could go all day here. <sighs> We Fuck could go me. all day here. You're pissing me off already. Oh, brilliant. Oh, there we go. Jesus right, God. episode five. <laughs> it's the episode where we see the barn dance. A great, great moment, but I can't help but feel for Bryn the whole episode. He goes about it in the wrong way. <laughs> he? he really does. Yeah, he, uh, he gets himself in a pickle, to say the least. Mm. Um, but I think before we go into details, should we explain that we're drinking... A Capri Sun this week. Yeah. Uh, inspired Mate, by... Mate, don't move it around in front of the mic so much. God, don't people think people want to hear it all rustling? Oh, nightmare. That is the sound of my childhood right here. Yeah. Uh, there we go. I haven't had one of these in ages. Yeah, no, they are really and nice. Big fan of them. They're still pretty sugary as well. Should oh. We have a quick look at... So, 330 mil little carton we've got at the moment. Uh, 18% of the sugar daily allowance. 16 grams. It's not Brilliant. that bad, actually, to be Brilliant. Fair. Um, well, I mean, it's not great, is yeah. it? Yeah, but I wouldn't have five of them. Well, as I said to you on Twitter the other day, you're not running the Land of Marathon this year, next year, so you really need to watch yourself, so Chuck. Climbing. <laughs> bit brutal. Um, <laughs> you didn't like that one, did you? <laughs> I was trying to think of a good response, but I couldn't, and I was like, I can't be arsed. <laughs> it wasn't that I didn't like it, I was just like, oh, I don't even oh, know what to say. I'm hungry, I can't be arsed. I'll honest. just make him think that he... He thinks that I've taken it the wrong oh, way. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I just silence my was the best fat response. To, yeah, I feel like silence was the best response to that. Right, let's get on with the episode. Um, anyway, one of my favourite quotes of the episode is Smithy at the start. Uh, he finally admitted to Gavin that he slept with Nessa in the previous episode. The corner of the cob. She just. She just sucks me in. She's like a Dyson. It's that, it's that sort of graphic. Been a while since I've been at the crease. <laughs> Thing is, and, the, the uh, whole been a while I've since been, been at the crease, I've been there. it's for a lot of people so normal, you know. <laughs> it throws them off after a while. They haven't been there, you know. 
Smithy especially, he's a man of... He's a sexually active male, let's be honest. <laughs> As is, is ne- well, Ness. is not a male, but Ness is a very sexually, uh, sexually present person. Is, is he both... still, he's still with Lucy at this point, isn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. There we go. Oh, no, no, of course he's not. In the episode before, they've just broken up, haven't they? And the whole suicide joke. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Another... Um, gag that I really like in this scene yeah. um, is when Gavin says something to him I can't remember exactly what really bad research for me but he just turns around and goes yeah I need that like a hole in the bollock oh, I, I can get that. <laughs> it's I'll, brilliant I'll get that is one of my favourite lines this whole episode <laughs> well, well what are you going to be like you when you see her tomorrow at the party it's Gwen surprise thing it's great I need that like a hole in the bollock <laughs> It's the worst possible thing. And, and that's also, I quite like that. It's kind of like the classic remembering that you've got an unwanted... We call them UFOs in this, in, in our house. In UFOs? Fact, when we finish this podcast, heading off to a UFO, unwanted family occasion. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like... He's I was like, like you're oh, some weird alien UFO. family. Yeah, like, fuck, I've got a UFO. Uh, got you. Hit him like a hole in the bollock. There we go. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so obviously this episode, as we mentioned earlier, Bryn is organising the barn dance for uh, Gwen. And the stress levels really are sky high in this whole entire episode. For Bryn, you know, he has these moments where you you don't need to do it, man. He does these things, especially when Ted's at the door. It's honestly one of the most painful scenes. Um, Awful, awful. Yeah, he just gets very, very stressed out. But... Just quick thoughts on surprise parties as a whole. I don't personally like them. I've never so actually I can had kind one of feel Bryn's panic as well, and obviously he's gone through this whole effort for Gwen. So I can kind of get that he is stressed out. Yeah. But yeah, he does get his knickers in a way. Well, well especially as we know exactly how people in Barrier like, they talk constantly about everything and they they're not afraid to kind of spill the beans as such are they yeah. so I can imagine Bryn's just shitting himself about that really that it's going to be a talk of the town and as he says later it was talk of the town <laughs> um, his rules as well for the uh, for the for the venue that they're hiring the town oh, yeah. hall no narcotics no, no guns no guns <laughs> Ted's brilliant he's Ted a great, great cameo Ted is great and it, obviously later on in the episode it comes out that he's uh, he's been cracking trying to crack on with Doris as well <laughs> I know your game, Ted. A cheeky poke on Facebook here. Yeah. Doris is acting like a 21-year-old girl in this situation. Just, just going first, for the chase. We first see Scott as well. Oh, yeah, Scott, in, yeah, in, in the, the barn episode, dance. At the barn dance. Yeah. And he obviously is the toy boy that comes back as well in the yeah. Christmas episode. Yeah. The thing is with Scott, he likes his skunk. <laughs> I did all that. Oh, Scotty's a boy, isn't he? Uh, Scotty is a boy. Um... Funny enough, James Corden's favourite scene in the whole series is in this episode. Do you, do you want to know what it is? I'm going to take a guess. Unless you've seen... Is these. he in the scene? Yeah, he's in the scene. Um, His favourite scene in the whole three series Christmas special of Gavin and Stacey is in this episode. Oh. Which, funny enough, a couple of the conversations I have with people, they're not a fan of this episode. Um... Oh, you know what? I can't think. Shall I tell you? When you say it, it's going to really the kick me. The World in Motion rap. That is his favourite scene really? in the whole of Gavin and Stacey. The reason why, he says, is because he that he was proud that that felt like watching it 
four people in a room who knew each other for 17 years and they like gave off that impression. Yeah, yeah. And you can see it. Like it genuinely feels like they, yeah. you know, Pam coming in and the, the way they're all just interacting yeah. just feels like they've been best friends for yeah, that yeah, long. Yeah. And it, you really get that impression. So it kind of makes a lot of sense when you put that into No, that context. is true. That is true. I can um, see why he's kind of loved how that's come off as such. Yeah, and... Mixed face throughout the whole thing, just comedy gold. Uh, hilarious. Yeah. He looks drunk. Like, yeah, he does. Kind of <laughs> got like his shirt like a bit undone. Obviously, he's an un- he's a self employed man. So yeah. he makes maybe, his own maybe hours. He has had a couple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he makes- Maybe he has had a it's couple of early of life, ones with isn't lunch. It? Eh? Nessa, we uh, we're introduced her self loathing tendencies. What, so what, <laughs> what, what I found really interesting about this chuck is how we both said. So I was making some notes about this episode, and then you came. It's like, oh, Cal, I just noticed this bit that I've never noticed before when she goes and washes her hands under the sink. And I literally said to you, I've literally just written that down. <laughs> it was one of the perfect moments, because you both noticed it after so watching it So shall we describe it? Because yeah. a lot of people might not have realised yeah, yeah, this, because yeah. it's genuinely amazing. So, he, so Nessa is in Gwen's house, and... She asks for the double A batteries, yeah. uh, wants to borrow some double A's, pulls them out of the remote control, and then refers to the, the fact she's going for a b- bit of me time. Ten minutes so or so. Big connotations it? of, uh, you know... Bashing one out. Bashing one out. Beating the meat as we are. Oh, let's not go down that route. <laughs> we, we could go down <laughs> We've that been there dark before. spiral. Um, and then phrases. she comes back and she says... Oh, did you use the batteries? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Didn't need them in the end. And then as she's saying that, she leans over the kitchen sink and washes her fingers and just nonchalantly continues the conversation. Ridiculous. Absolutely oh, ridiculous. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah, Gwen's so okay with it as well. She knows <laughs> exactly. No, Gwen knows, mate. Before. Gwen's a slightly filthy mum yeah she? she is um like with the you know when they speak to stay uh gavin in series three about her and stacy's love life it's all a bit weird and yeah, a bit yeah, too yeah. Sexual, it's too much it, for it's a too mother. much but that is incredible if you re-watch the barn violence episode anytime soon please do notice it you will notice it it's incredible just another quick thing to cover um pam is first Finally, we see that she's caught by Stacy, uh, that she's potentially not a vegetarian. Yeah, she's yeah, caught eating yeah. Pam. Pam, you're eating ham, Pam. So, yeah, you have an idea throughout this whole scene that the Welsh contingent know that Pam's not actually a vegetarian. Of course. But when you see Stacy's reaction to Pam eating ham, you think, hang on, has she actually played this really well? Because Stacy's <laughs> so shocked. She's actually quite upset yeah, by it. Yeah, but then she says about the vegetarian sausages. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Changing sto- the Lindas around. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I, I love just how weird Pam goes. And yeah. I've got the line here. Um, she says, Promise thee, thou shalt not speak of this to no one. What are you on about? Swear it, forsake me not. Pam, I don't Just don't tell anyone, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and Pam's got this tendency to come out with those weird kind of like... Which- Almost religious, Re- yeah, religious things. Well, she did that thing where she went like she did the <laughs> Jesus yeah. when Smithy comes back from the drive through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very bizarre. We also see in this episode the first real, real signs that there's a big, big problem with uh, Gavin and Stacey's relationship. Yes, the cracks begin the to cracks show, and literally at the end, Stacey says, "No, I'm, I'm moving yeah. back home." Um, Gavin's a dick in this episode. He is a dick. I, that, I think we, that's we what we need to talk this, about next. The way he kind of just doesn't. 
like brushes off Jason when Jason appears. Bearing in mind, Jason's oh, yeah, come over yeah, from, from Spain. Yeah, probably. that was awful. Um, like they've only really met not that much. Yeah, like because he only came over for the wedding. Also, he says a few times, um, "Oh, we'll leave early tomorrow." She's like, "Well, I've just got here." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I want to spend a bit of want to spend a bit of time at home this weekend." It's like, mate, you live there. Yeah, yeah. yeah like you're. Exactly. I mean, if I was on the receiving end of that, I'd yeah. be like, "You're a bastard." I mean, there's mate. no compromise there. No, there? zero, zero. Poor, poor relationship. No. Uh, I have to say, Gavin. very, very unlike Gavin because he's like, throughout this whole show, yeah, he's very yeah, much no, like he's out of character. He's Gavin. very much like, oh, Stacy, I love you. Oh, I'll do anything yeah, for yeah, you. It kind of dotes over it, but you kind of see this first sign of. But it's good because it, it shows you that there's vulnerability in the relationship. Now, um, also, um, the whole thing between a mother and her son in a relationship, sort of thing. A yeah. mother always has that bit of jealousy. Yeah, yeah. Pam yeah. has that jealousy she with likes Gavin. Getting involved with the relationship a and bit too much. Gavin almost kind of panders to it because he doesn't want to upset his mum. Yeah. Now, everyone's guilty of this. You don't want to upset your family. And exactly. you're always kind of in that position where you might want to say the wrong thing here and there. But Gavin, he full-on takes his mum's sides here and no, doesn't right. see yeah, Stacey's yeah. point. No, I mean, it's a serious is, bit of writing. Poor. It's yeah, poor. It's poor behaviour from Gavin. We also see uh, a real, real bit of Smithy being evidently jealous uh, towards Nessa and Pete. Yeah. Kind of... Pete. Dave. Brand new relationship. <laughs> oh, I always call Pete Dave, don't I? Yeah. Uh, Dave Pete, even. Um, they became one at that punch. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so um, it's interesting because this is the first time that Stacy kind of really sees it. Yeah. Right? It's like, Smithy, are you jealous? Because obviously Stacy is Ness's best no. friend. So, yeah, so she d- doesn't really like get that side of it. I think Gavin kind of always has it in his the back of his mind she lets him get on with it sort of yeah thing. yeah kind of doesn't get too involved which is I think a, a wise move to do mm. um, but obviously you see the, the whole scene of them chatting about them checking which is fun Christ. but it, it, it's funny and it, it, it kind of really builds up to where the Christmas special is going and the last episode of this series because yeah. that's when Gavin and Smith, uh, Stacey's relationship really got, comes to a head and then you see at the end of the series that they're, they're going to be okay but then you see also in the Christmas special which is, you've got to remember that the last episode kind of between the second and third series yeah. is where the, it all comes to a head for Smithy when Nessa and Dave yeah. uh, propose, well, get engaged and that's kind of like, you really feel for Smithy and it's the start of that and it's interesting to see that they start that uh, like four episodes before, I guess, wait, five, six, seven, yeah, th- three they, episodes They are really that, good so. at feeding storylines in this show, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah, start yeah. things the perfect time and let exactly. you drip into them. Yeah, just yeah. keeping seeing hints of it, hints yeah. of it and then it comes to a head where all the characters potentially Absolutely. get involved with it. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's 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 an interesting point to make, Cal. Yeah, it is. It's always good to like dissect <laughs> the way writers make things. And know? of course, this was the the birth of uh, Nessa and Bryn singing together, Islands yeah. in the Stream, and the birth of a comic relief single mm-hmm. that went viral. How many how many hits? It, it sold loads of It sold loads of copies, but I will not say the amount because okay. it might be a question later on in the quiz. All right. So we will, we'll leave that. We but go. it did sell a lot. Google that. <laughs> um, no, it did sell a lot. And yeah. I remember seeing a clip as well of Nessa, uh, not Nessa, Ruth Jones, saying that that was the first time where they really 
were like, shit, oh my God, we've made it. Like it was, Nessa was like so proud. She was like, so Bryn, all from, they're all from like similar place in Wales. Yeah. And Tom Jones as well. Amazing. In Vegas. Tom singing. Jones is such a and, bloke. Yeah, I love all him. From, yeah, oh, Tom Jones, hero. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're all in Vegas singing Islands in the Stream with Tom Incredible, Jones. Incredible, like, yeah. Oh, this is it. Like from nothing, Gavin and Stacey has taken that yeah. to there, uh, which is really heartwarming and of course the barn dance as well yeah the barn um, dance it's it's an amazing kind of meeting of everyone really isn't it yeah as you said we've got gavin he's being an arsehole he ignores jason jason comes in have that awkward moment between him and bryn and also the awkward moment between gwen and gene who we don't actually see <laughs> before we go on to that though interestingly i just noticed something in the barn dance i couldn't work out why it's probably something not so malicious but stacy isn't doing the barn dance i don't mm. know why is that Perhaps because she's got the arse of Gavin. I think it is more that. She doesn't want to dance with But then Gavin. also, do you notice Gavin's dancing with another woman? Yeah. Yeah, like there a young go. woman. Like, she's not there an old go. biddy, is she? Fair enough. Yeah. Gwen and June. Right. <laughs> the, the one and only June. Uh, another genius, unseen character. Ah, uh, genius. Genius. Oh, Jesus Christ. God. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Anyway. Um... <laughs> This week's email segment, we are asking for your gene theories, uh, and we've got our very own detailed ones. Yeah. Um, let's just quickly talk about gene, though. So, what do we know? We know there was an incident involved with scissors. And it involves Gwen's mum. It involves Gwen's mum. And also, <laughs> it, she, they say, she, Doris said she staggered in, which alludes to the fact she might have a drink problem. <laughs> okay. okay so you're hearing my theory later on okay. that i didn't know those bits so, so yeah i, I did some theory. further digging <laughs> and doris was like yeah she staggered on in uh, and then also she said she involves a mum so you've got to go and think of all the three so, things that kind of link really together doesn't like her one other thing that i really like about prince well, i just remembered his earpiece he's got on on the day of the uh... oh yeah <laughs> no gene do not do that that is rude <laughs> um but yeah, Gene, interesting character, who they all hate. Um, and Doris just sticks her little finger up her as well. Gene! Should we, go, should we get on with yeah, this? Yeah, I just want to read this one out I got from um, Tom on email. Okay. Tom said, um, to do with the scissors, um, that Gene simply went up to Gwen when she was 16 years old at school and chopped her ponytail off. And that was it. Okay. So, I mean, that's a fairly obvious one, I think, if you're involving... It's feasible. Scissors, it's feasible. You can understand, but would you hold a grudge until you're, like, 60-odd about that? No. Well, I don't know. It's the sort of thing that perhaps small town kind of... Yeah. As you like to allude to, the sort of thing that, you know, an incident like that would occur yeah. that you would... Who knows? Who knows? Do you think it's a grudge? Well, of course it is a it grudge. It is a grudge. It like, is a grudge. Should we go for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's um, going first? I, I don't mind going first here, <laughs> purely because I feel like mine, um, from what you've said when writing yours, yours might be a bit more dirty than mine. All right. All right. I, don't, I don't mind. Okay, I, I, I can go first rock, if you want. Rock, paper, scissors? All right, yes, rock, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors. Oh, shit, sorry. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. All right. Do you so, want to go first? I'll go first then. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> oh, so I've written a, a little excited. story to this. Um, roll music, please. <clears throat> Now, it all started when Gwen was eight years old. A competition was held to see who will open up the amusement centre that Nessa now works at. Each child had to present the mayor with a talent of some sort. Eight-year-old Gwen presented him with a tasting platter of unique seasonal omelettes, and oh boy, did he love them. From truffle to filet mignon, the <laughs> toppings were endless. He's got it. And he, he loved it. <laughs> 
but the competition was rife and the expectation was immense. I knew but Gwen was the lucky child who was selected by the mayor. <laughs> the day rolls around. It was a warm summer's Sunday morning. Gwen's mother picked her out a smart dress to wear down to the square. It was almost time to cut the rope. But Gwen... Oh my God, mate, you have no idea. Relax. But Gwen, at the corner of her eye, sees eight-year-old Jean charge at the red ribbon placed beautifully across the door. Jean gets in front of Gwen like a star striker in the Premier League and what happens next fills me with absolute horror. She cuts the ribbon. This moment... The dream, the honour, all ruined by that spoiled little brat, Jean. <laughs> the two mothers locked horns and created a fierce tension down in the square, causing the town to divide. As a result of this moment, the town turned against eight-year-old Jean. She then left school at 16, whilst living in a town full of anger towards her, so she hit the drink. The reason Doris was involved and has such distaste for her is because she was shagging the mayor at the time, so played a large role in choosing Gwen as the winner of the competition. <laughs> what do we think? What do we think? Mate, my story is basically identical. No way! <laughs> Cutting the rope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Shall I go for it? I love go it. For it. I love Wrong it. music. So, it was an autumnal weekend in the Isle of Barry. Bryn was pumping iron. Nessa was pleasuring herself. Whilst Doris tucked into a mid-morning glass of red with her toy boy Scott. Meanwhile, Gwen was down at the local town hall, doing what she does best, making omelettes for the local council meeting. Topics such as parking on the streets of Barry Island and even the threat of immigrants from nearby Newport were being discussed. (laughs) Then... Attention swiftly turned to the new home gym on the streets of Barry, and it was at this point the conversation intensified. That afternoon, residents were due to reside at 47 Trinity Street, home to a certain Mr. West, to commemorate the new attraction. (laughs) The meeting then concluded with Gwen, brother of new gym owner Bryn, scheduled to help Bryn with the opening of his new business. Locals were out in force, Dick Powell, and even his brother Rick was there. Ted, head of the town hall, had made an appearance, even though much to Doris's dismay, and thereafter the ceremony was due to take place. It was then, with the speeches were made and a ribbon was due to be cut. The Jean turned up and cut the ribbon instead of Mr West's sister and business partner Gwen, and from that day onwards, there is the reason why. Gwyn and Jean hate each other. <laughs> Mate, you actually can't write it, can you? Can I just say, Chuck and I had no conversation about this. Yeah, we thought, all right, we'll just, we sat down before recording this episode and wrote our own. Yeah. Zero conversation. We oh. said, should we read them out beforehand? We said, no, we'll do it whilst recording. Those are our two uh, Gwen and Jean theories. Let us know what yours are. Please get in touch on Twitter at What's Occurring Pod. Tell us what you think happened between them because I do think that something big did happen <laughs> and I think cutting a ribbon if it involves a pair of scissors I, I, I think I think that tells a story there that it, it must have been something like the yeah. town hall opening or some sort of small town little opening event with a plaque of some sorts and 
They've given Gwen, the lovely lady of 47 Trinity Street. So this week's character, uh, Analysis, fucking hell. Like, I think we've just underplayed this. It's a biggie. This is the biggest one we've done, hands down. Kira Knight, Joe Writer from first series. Uh, she wants to marry Bryn. This yeah. is her god-tier character. Yeah, um, I think he's one. most people's god-tier character. I think he's he mine. Um, so where do we start with such a legend? In fact, his name isn't Bryn. That's where we start. Yeah, what is it? What's his it's full name? Bryn Four West. Bryn Four. Bryn Four West. But um, why does he say his name means hill? hill? Does it mean hill and well? Yeah, it does actually mean does hill. It, have you like, actually? I have that? looked that. Yeah, really? Chuck's just searching it. In Welsh, by the way. I just. I have yeah, searched yeah, it. Yeah, it does mean hill. <laughs> so what does Bryn Fourth mean? <laughs> oh, it's just ridiculous. Here we go. Bryn Four means hill fort. <laughs> So his name means a fucking... His name's Hillfort. A fort on a hill. <laughs> Fuck me, what a reach. That um, is such a reach. He's Stacy and Jason's uncle. He is uh, brother of Stacy's deceased father, Trevor. Deceased? God rest his... Deceased. All right, okay. Just... Oh. God rest his soul. Yeah. Uh, he's God a single man in his late 40s. Uh, he lives across the road from Stacy, his sister-in-law. And he's very protective of Gwen as well. And um, unemployed. Yeah, which is an interesting really odd. observation. Well, it's not odd. I've no problem with people unemployed. Just but, getting out there. But Gwen and him appear to be unemployed. So how do they get their spondoolies? That's the thing. Well, you know, obviously Mick and Pam paid for most of the wedding. But yeah. they, they must own their house mortgage-free. They must be, uh, you know, must have had some decent sort of inheritance from uh, Trevor. The yeah, late perhaps Trevor. Trevor was a well-off guy, maybe. I think he was. I feel like there was an allude, uh, they alluded to the fact that he was quite a successful man. Yeah. At some point. You might be right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing that I... Wow, I, I really, really like Brennan Smithy's relationship. Like, it's great, yeah, 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 yeah. We've, we've touched on it beforehand, um, but I absolutely love it. And I also like his relationship with Nessa as well. It's fair to say he leads a pretty simple life. Yeah, he does. Um, get... Gets blown away by the the very smallest of things, uh, the the nano. Uh, we did a full segment the other day, didn't we, about his simple pleasures, what he'd enjoy in, yeah. in the in the twentieth, twenty nineteen, shall we say? Uh, and the nano is a classic. Uh, he's got a questionable movie taste as well. Yeah, like I think with I think Bryn, he's one of these people. Like you know, you know people where they they kind of live a very sort of mediocre life they don't like being tested by anything yeah. they don't really like, like pushing the boats out they kind of watch you know they're sort of fans of friends but they won't ever watch like sort of British comedies that are a bit dry that make you think yeah. they only watch American humour and they just you know watch shit movies like Sex and the City they don't ever watch like crime thrillers and stuff like that he's just one of those people isn't he <laughs> he just is isn't he yeah he likes watching the same movie over and yeah. over again yeah. I mean, that's kind of me as well. Really? Um, yeah, I just... I have like I, a couple I struggle films, I do that. Yeah, I don't know why. I just struggle to watch new films. Yeah. I end up just watching films I've already seen. No, fair enough. But then when do they become a film that you've watched? I, I don't know. Um, yeah. We've touched on this multiple times before, but he is latent to showing uh, homosexual tendencies. I'll put it like that. Yeah, um, no, he's gay. Put it that theory. way. So you're going out there and saying... Oh, I think gay. he's either gay or asexual, but I mean, it's leaning towards gay because I think there's too many 
connotations about the fact that Bryn is into men for <laughs> him not to be gay. But and but, also we've never seen a reference of a female. They've never even talked about a past wife, a past girlfriend. Nothing has ever been mentioned. Yeah, apart from the fishing trip. Um, yeah, which makes him sound gay. Indeed. Should we move on to Bryn Four West top three moments? Yeah, but I don't mean to sound brash when I say that, but you know, I think he was uh yeah. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. Um, okay, so in at number three. It w- uh, needless to say, this was a tight vote. Uh, these, are, these are coming to me first time, by the way. I haven't actually okay. seen the results. Okay, here we go. At number three, the rape alarm. Okay. I think it deserved three out of the... Th- like, it's deserved in third place out of the uh, three that we I chose. I voted for the rape alarm. Did you? Yeah, i tell you why. Um, again, Roof... Jones, uh, Ruth Jones, yeah, Ruth Jones and James Corden say that this was the first sort of moment that they realised that they'd written something pretty good. Was where the the line, "I don't want anyone in this room being raped, myself included." Again, it's that way of creating humour out of a serious topic. Um, yeah, myself included is just hilarious. And they said they hadn't even written known who that character was, but they just knew it was funny and. And then that's where Bryn developed from, that line. So Bryn almost develops yeah. from that kind of like the best. person. So that's why I really like it. I think the best part for that scene for me is when it comes back to them, it's, you perverted piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. That's the best bit. Uh, and at number two is Bryn's discovery of the internet. Ah, yes. Yeah. Very Which, funny moment. It deserves a place high up. Yeah. Uh, it deserves to be second. The thing is, with a top three, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be happy. Yeah. Uh, in at number one, by quite a steady margin, with over half of the vote, the Cardiff Night Out. That's what I voted for. Uh, and you, you can't argue with it. No. Things you love to see. Bryn has this moment, a very uncharacteristic moment, as we said. You know, he's a very easy man. Like He doesn't really do too much to push the boat out, but there he's... He's having a pint with the boys, and uh, he's taking it too far. <laughs> he has indeed. Um, there we go. Bryn Four West. Amazing character. character. Bryn, Number you're one. my favourite, mate. And shout Lovely. out to Mr. Rob Bryden as well. He's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And uh, yeah, there we go. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the Christmas special the I most. I am indeed. Yeah. Me too. So for this week's Superfan segment, <laughs> on the back of last week's crushing defeat, Chuck, um, you weren't too happy about that, were you? Yeah. Let's just move on. Who's on this week? <laughs> <laughs> this week we have superfan Abby. Abby has been listening to the podcast uh, throughout the whole season. And uh, yeah, she's a huge fan of Gavin and Stacey. And she's, act- she's actually, um, yeah, she's she's got some massive um, love for James Corden. And she'll explain more about that, I'm sure. But Indeed. Hello, Abby. Hello, you okay? Thank you. Good, good. So um, you're a massive Gavin and Stacey fan, obviously, and you've been listening to the podcast for a while now. Um, yeah. What sort of stuff, why did you get into the podcast? What was the thing that drew, drew you to it? Probably the fucking programme. Oh, idiot. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> go, on, no, go on, tell us, what's your story behind it? Um, well, the first time I found it is when I dressed up as Nessa for the first time. Oh, and... nice. <laughs> and uh, all my friends were putting it on um, like Twitter and stuff, and then they were like finding anyone to tag who has anything to do with Gavin and Stacey. Ah. So found you, and then I found the podcast, and then I listened to them ever since. Oh, love to see it, love to see it. Things you love to see. (laughs) So you're familiar with the Superfan segment that we have a 30-second pitch uh, for the Superfan. It's your chance to preach to us why you are the biggest Gavin and Stacey Superfan. It's a big moment, and 
if you heard last week, uh, Cameron, he actually had never seen the program. That's yeah. the line. That's I was angry. It's such the bar a line. has been set. You you were angry. You have no <laughs> idea how pissed yeah, off I was. I, you were so angry. <laughs> it was... I was fuming. <laughs> <laughs> it was genuinely the most irritating thing that's ever happened to me. But you know. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> oh, no, it definitely definitely was not rigged at all. Um, okay, so, Abby, I'm going to start yeah. your 30-second countdown. In three, two, one, go. Right, so I'm the biggest Gavin and Stacey fan because I literally dress up as Nessa, as I just told you, at any occasion I literally can. Um, <laughs> I only drink pints of wine on any night out. That's why I'm hungover today. Um, oh. <laughs> any time oh, out and I've got the chance to sing Arms in the Halfway. Street, I'm literally there. Um, and then I've got a life-size cutout of James Corden. I've got all the Gavin and Stacey masks in my room. I only wrap my presents in tinfoil, of course, since 2008. <laughs> and James Corden follows me on Twitter because he knows I'm oh, What a way to go <laughs> off. Your time is out. <laughs> right. That was incredible. I just want to ask one quick question. So you yeah. say any given opportunity dress up as Nessa. I'm any. just imagining you at some, like, a funeral dressed up as Nessa. <laughs> I've not gone that far, but like my staff party, I just turned up as Nessa. So there's that. <laughs> that is brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah. I came out of the car with Alice in the stream on singing it in the car park. That's what. Like. <laughs> um, okay. So Abby, you're aware of how our scoring system works. We yeah. judge your uh, pitch out of five and then your question tally is then doubled if you beat Chuck. So at the moment, me and Chuck need to decide what we're giving you for the uh, for the yeah, pitch. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Say our answers on three, two, one. As we do always. Yeah. Uh, three, two, one, four. four. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Perfect. Agreed. We're in sync. We're in solid, sync. Solid, solid. I, I tell you what, I was tempted by five. Were you? Purely because of the follow by Corden. Yeah. Can you explain yeah. how that Who happened? Else? Who else has been followed by James on this? It's a fair point, fair point. Yeah. Uh, how that happened? Was it a lot of groveling or... Um, did you bump like, into him? I generally like, no, I've never bumped into him. Don't decide or I cry. Um, <laughs> oh. I tweet him like sometimes and then one night it was so random. I just tweeted a picture because I've got a pillow and like this photograph on my wall of him. I sound like hmm. a crazy woman. <laughs> um, and then wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Hold up. What, what's this pillow? <laughs> I'm a little yeah, bit disturbed. Yeah, no, that's, that is not an image of the way. <laughs> but that's what I tweeted and then he followed me after that. So, so you got a pillow with his face on? I've got a pillow with his face on, a carpet oh. out, pictures on my wall. I've got all the casts of Gavin and Stacey on my wall. Like, you know, the, like the faces you wear, the masks. Right. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm saying VAR, VAR, four out of VAR. five. We, we're heading upstairs, the, the TV referee. Yeah. It's a five. We've it's gone to Stockley be, Park and we can confirm it's a five. five. Yeah, it's yeah. a five. We've, we've spoken <laughs> to the... The VAR in uh, Billericay, yeah, it's a five. Um, there we go. Oh, dear. Should we crack on straight with the quiz? Yeah, let's. Just before we do, I've just said to Callum, Abby, you're going to be slightly perplexed by this. I haven't actually seen this episode for a little while. So I, no, I haven't really. I was going to I'm not feeling too confident. I, I went out last night, so I'm a little bit hungover as well. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the, the hungover, we, we've had hungover people on before, and they usually do all right, you know? You're not, right. you're not overthinking your answers. Um, I'm not hungover. No, so neither am I. Um, right. However, I'm absolutely shattered. That is, uh, but I'm the one, the right, question mate. martyr. So get, it doesn't really matter, does it? Okay, <laughs> Abby. Um, I'm gonna flip a coin, and I want you to call it. So I'm gonna tell you when I'm gonna flip it. 
This is a virtual flip for those um, listening. Uh, no just so you know, I'm not actually I'm not actually flipping a coin. Wait, I think I have got a coin in this. It's what? fine. I've got the power of the internet in front of me, Chuck. It's oh, fine. Right, it's yeah. Got the power yeah. Of it's there all good. Go. It's all good. <laughs> right. Three, two, one. Call. Heads. It's calculating. It's tails. <laughs> it's tails. It's calculating. <laughs> it, said, it said flipping. <laughs> Okay, such is the way that. So Bryn, can we just say Bryn would be all over the verse? Oh yeah, flip. he would. I was going to ask Siri, but I thought then that would get too complicated. Um, okay, so Chuck, that means you get the choice. Do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go second. Are you? Okay, yeah. okay. What's your tactic behind that? Uh, Don't know. Just fancied it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, Abby, you're up first. Okay. Episode five, obviously, great episode, the barn dance episode. Great. Your first question. What batteries does Nessa want? Double AA. Double A. Can I specify how many double A's she wants? Two. That is correct. Oh, that, that, that is have the remote control. Yes. Yeah, and we know why. Yeah. We don't need to go any further. This is a family show. <laughs> okay, Chuck, your first question. What was the time, the rough time gap, between this episode and episode four? So you're able to get an idea of the time frame. Because um, Smithy slept with Nessa this amount of time ago. Oh, Oh, I know. She knows, mate. You're on the ropes. Like the Logan Paul of Gavin and Stacey. I'll just have a sip of my Capri Sun whilst I wait. Holy fuck. Excellent choice of drink. Oh, I I don't know. I'm going to have to just have a little guess. Have a guess. Two days. No. One month. A month? Yeah. What? They played football last week. Yeah. And he says that was a month ago, Smithy. When he's talking about having sex with Nessa. Alright. Tough luck, mate. Tough luck. Okay, Abby, your second question to take it into an advantage. Blimey. (laughs) Who does Gavin and Smithy liken Bryn to at the barn dance? It's what, sorry? Who does Gavin and Smithy liken Bryn to at the barn dance? Woody from Toy Story. Correct. Woody <laughs> oh, <laughs> from Toy Story. Yeah. I'm up against it. I actually hear him saying it. I'm up against it. Okay, um, Chuck. Which famous singer does Bryn compare Smithy to? <gasps> I know it. She makes. She knows it all. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? I'm off the boil. I'm off the Susan. Yeah, I was about to make the same <laughs> gag. That's how desperately uh, uh, sad um, we are. I'm off. I'm off the boil here, mate. Oh, you, can I you don't know. <laughs> you, you can answer, but you won't get any extra points for it. But what no, is, hold off. Wait, hold you off. get. You get. You're not. You're not. <sighs> time's not up yet, mate. Is it Gareth Gates? Gareth it's Gates. Not Gareth Gates. Well, no, you, I don't know. You made your answer. I don't know. That. You really needed to do the revision. Oh yeah. no! It's Who? Enrique Iglesias, isn't it, Abby? Yeah, it is. He's not good looking in the convention for work like Gavin and Enrique Iglesias. She knows, mate. She knows. Okay, Abby, your third question. This is where I'll get it wrong now. Well, no, you've still got a a healthy advantage. A healthy advantage. This is awful. Whose funeral did Bryn and Nessa last perform at? Oh, right. I know it was in 96. (laughs) And it's... Is it Judas Funeral in 96? That is the exact words I have written in front of me. (laughs) Incredible. Incredible. (laughs) 
This is a nightmare of It is indeed Judith's funeral in 96. Oh, wait, that's it. It's game, set, and match. Oh, no, no. No, it's, no, it's not. I need to get this right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, oh, we, we won't... We will continue going, though, because she needs yeah, the point, Lord. Yeah, the points. Okay. Please. Chuck, I mean, if you don't get this one right, then there is no hope for you. What colour was Nessa's dressing gown? That was pink. Correct. All right. Back in the game, <sighs> maybe? No. No. No, okay. Judas Fugit. Like, the arm, I'm not confident at all. This is game over. Okay. <laughs> Question number four for you, Abby. Okay. For which charity was Bryn and Nessa's version of Islands in the Stream in aid of? Oh, God. I think it was... Oh, I want to say Children in Eid or the one with the bear. Oh, Red Nose Girl. We've got children in need. Um, I need a definitive answer. The one with the bear will not cut it. (laughs) I think we're going to go with comic relief, but I'm not sure. And I'm going to be really upset if I get it wrong. It's comic relief! That is four out of four. That means it's impossible for Chuck to beat you. So your score's doubled. Yep, so your score's automatically (sighs) doubled. You're on four, which means technically you're on eight, but we'll leave it till your last question. (laughs) Chuck, do you want to continue going with your questions? Yeah, yeah, go on then. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Your fourth question. (laughs) What drink is Nessa having at the party? A Capri Sun. (laughs) Got it in my hand. He's held it up to me just for the audio (laughs) listeners. Um, Perfect. Okay, that means you've got... You're, you're, on, you're on two points. Cheers, mate. Your final question, Abby. <laughs> okay. Name any members of the band that wrote the song Islands in the Stream. So Dolly the original Parton. members. Dolly Parton. So I have to give you that. Yeah, I, I can't not give <laughs> no, you Dolly that. Dolly Parton's right. Yeah. Well done. That's a clean sweep. Five out of five, which means your overall score is 20 out of 20. Yeah. Is, um, yeah. Oh, my Huge. God. Wow. Huge. Maximum points. That is incredible. Well done, Abby. How do you feel? I've, I'm literally... My smile is so big. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. Fun fact, the B-side of Islands in the Stream is Whitney Houston, I Always Love You. And right. you, just as She a, covered just it. Just a bit she of a... She covered it. She covered I Will Always Love You. It's a cover. Okay, fair enough. And the tie break. This is quite an interesting one. Just sort of as reference. How many copies of Barry Islands in the Stream, the charity single, do you reckon were sold? <laughs> that's, that's oh, a good, God. That's a good... It's a good tiebreaker. I just want to get an idea from both of you. Uh, you, How many do you think? Oh, God, I've got a few. Like a million, maybe. I'm going to go 1.9 million. God, you guys are way off. 5.5 million. Yeah. I was going to say Comic Relief as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair play. Well, congrats, Abby. You've pretty much ruined my day, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) You've ruined this holiday. (laughs) Well done, Abby. And... That puts you to the top of the leaderboard, and Before we it's leave impossible you, to be beaten, really. Quick question, though. Yeah. Are we excited about the Christmas special? Big news this week. Gerno saw it. They say it's epic. Yeah, I've seen. I've looked it up from the wall. Um, it's not even called Christmas Day. It's Gavin and Stacey Day. Yeah, no, facts. <laughs> Such facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. I don't talk in facts. Talk in absolutes. <laughs> I've, um, when, when I heard that Christmas special was coming out, I texted my boss and said, look, 
Like, I know I'm working Christmas Day, but I've got to be done by five oh. so home. <laughs> Wait, so you're working Christmas Day? Yeah, I work every year Christmas Day, but I've said, look, there's no chance that I'm missing it, so I'm going to have to have oh. half the day off. <laughs> so so I'm going to say this now, and I, hopefully she doesn't listen. I don't think she does listen, but my mum said <laughs> one of her friends was potentially with us on Christmas Day. And now this friend, she's been known to talk a lot. And I was like, mum, that can't run. Get the fuck she out. She is not coming. Because she's going to talk through the show. And I was like, no, she's like, no, you're right, you're right. She won't be allowed in the living room. So, yeah, uh, that's that's the way it's working in our household. <laughs> i tell you what, I feel like I've been dethroned, but I feel like a worthy winner. Oh, that's said. a dig at Cam, isn't it? Oh, unbelievable. A little bit. But, I mean, the pillows, bit creepy, but yeah. we'll get over it. Have you been yeah. to Barry Island? no. So, uh, it's so annoying because I was in America when they filmed. The oh, Christmas okay. Special, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, in Canada as well. Actually, flight, yeah. But my mum didn't like me. Twenty <laughs> third <laughs> November, uh, Ruth Jones is switching Turn on the Christmas the lights in Barry Island. Lights. Really? Yeah, yeah, there I'm we go. She knows. Like, unbelievable. Yeah, you need to tell Abby. I mean, there's a third seat right here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get me on. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Another week done, series two, episode five. Yeah, uh, it's been a Max. great week for the uh, for the podcast. We had a very exciting one, haven't we? Where we went to the Shun Radio Awards. We were nominated for best podcast at the Shun Radio Awards. Sponsored at, by BBC Sounds. At the O2 in London. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we didn't win. No, <laughs> we didn't even get top three. No, we were in the top six. We got beaten by a, uh, a boxing podcast. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think, I think he kind of like overcome sort of basically wasn't an athlete and he kind of went and did Sorry, boxing mate, you're not bitter <laughs> yeah yeah you know he didn't uh, look like an athlete we were in the top six in the country oh. uh 2.3 million students there are in the uk so that's we're, crazy we're top six out of the top three million there's over there's over but 150 I'm student radio say stations probably about 2.2 million of those are too hungover or just not bothered about podcasts so i'd say we're probably in the top hundred thousand maybe yeah uh out of six so maybe rule out a few who just don't like radio. So it's probably not that good an achievement, to be honest. No, um, I think we should probably anyway. take it off our TVs. Yeah, right, there cheers. You go. In a bit, uh, bye. Yeah, <laughs> subscribe if you like the podcast. Uh, unlike the rest of the uh, the Shun Radio world, uh, yeah. at What's Occurring Pod on Twitter, What's Occurring Podcast on YouTube. Give us a little review as well on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Keep them coming in. Um, we're still at we're at four point five stars now actually on on Apple. Yeah, Podcasts. some pricks giving us one star. I think right, one star. If, if you were that one person, if you were that one person, please can you tell us why you gave it one star? I'm fine with it. I want to hear your review. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, no, I am. I want to pick their review apart. Up. We think it's a yeah. mate winding up. That's cool. Right. Thank you very much. See you guys next week. Oh, the episode's over. Page a hackle for a or in other words, sling your hacker, I'll break your face.